Hey guys, this is Jesus, one of like the following Patreon listeners. David Dunn, Alexander Close, Andrew Hanks, David Roberts, Business Wolf Studios, David Fergman, Matthias Pills, David WF, and Megan Talentino. Thanks for being part of our magical undead adventure. We get what we need. And what do we need? This item that he has. Like, okay, you're keeping it vague, which is very mysterious and fun, but what do you want me to steal? This is the place, as I said before, where Ghoul keeps his more dangerous, esoteric, things he finds interesting items. It's sort of like a automatic vault. If I lift this off and it fucking Indiana Jones rock balls me. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanwell Podcast Network, and we once again return to the world of Rotted Capes. Yeah! Now, in the last, what, three series of games, ongoing adventure where you fought in and discovered the secrets of Nightbane Prison. Yeah, we did. Now you have the secret of the, well, what Nightbane is currently doing. You have a new stronghold, which you may or may not be able to defend. And overall... I mean, the battle was a slog, but beyond that, everything else is looking up. Uh, Yay! Yeah. A couple of days after that event, uh, people are slowly moving into Nightbeam Prison. During that time, uh, Shepard returned to his room, because he had been staying in Nightbeam for a couple of days. Returned to his room in Haven, went there and read a note. note that said his familiar friend Zeke had come to visit, decided to say hey, and as he was leaving, left a little bomb somewhere. Shepard running off. Towards Nate's bar, the location of that bomb. Went there too late. Nate, the bar, and a, a couple nice area around the bar was exploded. Now, the thing is that immediately after that, Shepard went into a coma. So, unlike the listeners, your characters don't know exactly what happened. There are suspicions on many sides of what may have caused the explosions. But beyond that, one other important thing happened. There was a church near that bar, and in there was Tapestry. Tapestry wasn't killed, but let's say an explosion is not good for one's heart. She's in bed, suffering. And at least, thankfully, there's one person with new mimicry powers helping her out. That being a sentry. But I assume that's not wide knowledge. Not wide knowledge yet. We're trying to downplay the fact Mm -hmm. that people were starting to panic when things exploded. Um, So adding the fact that Tapestry was part of the injured Mm -hmm. uh, would have probably sent people into a big panic. So no, we've showed that the Tapestries were still changing. They, Mm -hmm. They were a little bit weird. They weren't as, you know... The camouflage kind of flickers a lot. Yeah. And we just say, no, it's just, it's just the fabric. Like, <laughs> like, we've, we've not really worked hard on our excuses, but people are, not, it's enough for people to assume like, oh, no, the tapestry is fine. She's just probably inside her was for a any, while. Was there any damage to the tapestry around? Oh, yeah. Th- that's also uh, another issue that we brought up. Mm-hmm. Right now, after we've put out the fires, uh, the next biggest thing is to fix the tapestry. And what that involves is taking any loose fabric that we can and sewing it. And so we're trying to, we're actually making a giant blanket. It looks like in the middle of, uh, what's the, uh, what's it called? There's Haven, and then we have the thing across this track, uh, New Haven? Havenville. <laughs> I think you called it. Oh, yeah, Havenville, yep. because of Hooverville. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the middle of Hooverville, there's like a square. Where, yeah. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> inclusive. In the middle of Havenville, uh, 
the square where we usually do the public whippings or anything like punishment that has to happen, uh, it's now been taken over by a giant sewing party where people are just sewing sitting circle. there. It is a giant sewing circle. People just sewing. Even people like – we have like a biker who's like teaching people how to sew because his nana mm-hmm. was really into it. Yep. And uh, at the end of her life, he got into it for her. So screw you. Yep. So now – yeah. Yes, Ethel, get your thumb up. You're going to stab yourself before I fucking stab you. So I'm imagining this massive Harley Davidson biker just needle pointing. His name's Harley. Yeah. <laughs> Harley, the, uh, the biker, yep. he, uh, he's walking around teaching people how to sew. Mm. Uh, little gruff guy, but nicest man you've ever met. Yep. Uh, he was an orderly. So, uh, and his he, needle point is impeccable. It is yeah. impeccable. He's actually very ashamed of some of what he has to okay for now. We've had, he actually had to pull him aside a couple times and say, like, listen, Harley, I know. It's not up to your standards, but will it hold? Yeah, for like five years, but then what we're going to do, it's good enough for now, Harley. <laughs> so there's a giant sewing circle going on right now of people trying to make a giant tapestry to, to replace the tapestry that's been in place, uh, that, that's been kind of exposed and stuff like that. We also have people digging through the rubble to try to find any, any clues of what's happening, but also – uh, to find just any supplies that we can use, like even the bricks that from that were in that church that got blown away when the wall went down uh, we're we're putting those away we're cleaning them up because we're going to use those bricks again mm-hmm. for something else we don't know what but ev- it's basically we're trying to recycle anything we can and throw away anything we can't use okay perfect now quick question uh the movement over to nightbane prison is it just people from haven or people from uh the former efh heading there as well that's the agreement um wanda wanted nobody but people from haven uh, Andrew said, that's not going to work. You have Nightbane Prison. You're going to need people who have technical expertise. You have a bunch of accountants here. Um, and he, we were able to negotiate who we liked. And that's basically talking with Andrew of saying, like, what did he do back in the day? Um, making sure we're not sending anybody who is really anti-mutants. Um, a lot of the people that the, we were sending from the EFH are people that found the EFH after the world ended. Uh, but they got it. But he, of course, has to send like a lieutenant or two, and so he sent some of his softer lieutenants, as he would call it, <laughs> people who he think would be in agreement towards the accords that we had talked about earlier. So what you're saying is, there's the people from Haven, the people, the softer people from EFH as well, leaving the hardcore people in the main base where they originally came from. Yeah, no, we're not happy about this either. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of discussion, but the, the the idea was, do we send hardened people to Nightbane? Or do we not? So we said, no, we don't want people to fuck with Nightbane, especially since there's a mutant there that we have kind of people watching. We don't want uh, an aggressive uh, EFH person to kill our new source of food. Possible source of food. He's still fucked up. Of course. <laughs> of course. But it's a, it's, that's helpful. I mean, it, it's kind of a little bit of hope. We hope we can convince him to stick around with us we, and help him. He definitely won't stick around if somebody – Burns him down. Well, you know what? That's yeah. fair. And we also are trying to find people who aren't going to be looking for mysteries in Nightbane because there is a certain person who we do not want to escape. We begin the scene with uh, Goldshot. No, with Zara playing Batman. Uh, Batman outside of her school with her friend uh, Stacy on the court having a grand old time as you usually do every single day i mean you're free you're 16 you have the, your full life ahead of you i do yep and you're doing what every kid does when they have free time badminton for zara it makes perfect sense it does. <laughs> and as you're there playing you hear a yell off in the distance zara 
Uh, uh, Zara does not respond. She uh, keeps hitting the shuttlecock a couple more times. Probably Stacy stops first, <laughs> yep. hearing or seeing yep. uh, whoever is coming. I have tried to. Uh, you turn to your left, and it's your mother. I have tried calling you several times. Why haven't you picked up your phone? I'm in the middle of a game. It wouldn't be sportsmanlike. It looks like your mother's about to say something. Then she just holds back a little bit. Come to the car. We need to go home now. I now. Then she walks off. You've heard your mother's voice before like that. Your mother, your parents are more liberal than most, but they're still many ways traditional. For example, one time uh, they had brought a boy and her parents over once and you thought, well, this is weird. And then you realize they were prepping you for perhaps an arranged marriage a couple of years down the line. And when you punched them in the face, they made sure never to do that again. But reasonable. Reasonable, yes. So basically, See, they're, they're traditional, but they can be reasoned <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. They this is why I love them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But they, your mother also, and your father, on occasion, has this tone where it's like, this is serious, come with us now. You're hearing that tone now. I'll be back, Stacy. Yep. Uh, your mother heads into the car. And I'm following. Yep. Grabbing my stuff, following. Yep. As soon as you get into the car, she starts driving away towards home. Your father and I need to talk to you. Are you getting a divorce? No, because Stacy told me that the conversation that her parents had before the divorce. We're not is getting very a sim- divorce. I'm just saying nobody would blame you. He's got to stick up his ass. <laughs> you will. Your your father's a little strict on occasion, but I'm pretty sure he does not have a stick up his ass. I mean, I would like- know. You look to your left, your mother smiles. She knows how to get to her daughter. <laughs> Eventually, it takes a couple of miles. You arrive at your home. You're beautiful. It's not a mansion, but yeah. it's, it's a fairly large mansions home. Mansions are tacky. Yeah, mansions are tacky, but it's a fairly large home. Uh, huge drive, for the, of course, in the gated community. And as you go in, your mother just quietly walks out the car. Your mother usually likes to talk in a car ride, and besides the stick up her the ass joke, but uh, likes to usually talk in a car ride and talk up the drive. Your mother loves to talk, but this time she's purely silent. She goes to the front door, door opens, and she walks in. I'm following, yeah. I guess. Uh, you go into the main, and basically the door opens to the main living area, and there's your father sitting there on his chair. Your mother uh, steps to the side, sits down as well, and then points to another part of the couch. Uh, I look around first, making sure that they didn't get a stupid idea to bring another boy over. There's sadly no other boy over for you to punch. So, I gotta take a seat on the couch. What's wrong? If the principal called, I swear I didn't do it. Your father Yusuf begins to speak. Zara, um, I don't know if you remembered, but I had recently started a new uh, business venture with uh, someone I thought was a friend. A while back, remember? I guess. I don't pay that much attention. Apparently I don't either. I won't go into details, but the bi- business was not as uh, legitimate as I thought it was. Wait, what does that mean? Are, do we have to go on the run? Or are you smuggling drugs, no, nothing people? Like that. Nothing like that. He's just... He gave me an opportunity to put money into a venture more money than perhaps I should have but I trusted him we've known each other for decades but he in the end took the money and money of several others and ran it was a substantial amount of money my daughter 
So, does this mean we're not going to the Catskills this summer? It means we will have to sell the home. Um, oh, okay. Where and are we going to move? Car, and you will no longer be able to go forward Rosemary, to go to Rosemary High anymore. Um, no, but... But that's like where where all my classes are and where all of my friends are and where I'm supposed to get a scholarship from honey, and honey, to do all the networking. We will adjust. It's fine. It's fine. We're still a family. We'll figure this out. Wait, do I need to go to a public school? There are very good public schools that have many important people have gone to public school. Going to a fancy school doesn't make you a better or a worse person. Uh, yes, it does. Daughter, listen to me, okay? We will adjust. It's fine. Okay? I don't want to adjust. I want to go play stupid badminton with stupid Stacy. Well, I want you to stop being stupid and stop being child for a second and listen to your father. I'm Things just... are going to change. I stand up and I'm going to stomp to my room. Zara! Zara, get back here! Slam the door. Yep. And as you slam the door... And it's a very solid slam because <laughs> it's a very well-crafted door. Yep. And as you slam the door in anger... You turn around, and there is a boy in the room, sitting on a chair. A boy in uh, red tights. Uh, surprisingly pretty now, for some odd reason. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to a new advantage he took. Uh, who just, who basically, uh, I'm going to say, uh, Torchlight, you saw everything, but now you appear in a dream. By the way. Am uh, I a teenager, or am I? I'm going to say, yes, you're now with your teenage self. Wow, you look like that when you were 16. Shut up. I think the nose you have now is an improvement. <laughs> And I'm walking over and I'm like just like jumping onto her bed and picking up a pink teddy bear and just looking it over. I should note that uh, aside from the nose, Billy is totally spot on that Zara would have had a nose job at some point. As a teenager, uh, Zara had very long, thick black hair. Nowadays, you only see her with it very close cropped. And when she has long hair, it's from that blonde wig. So naturally dark, long hair. Don't touch anything. That's a dream. I could. I, it's not like any of this is real, except for the memory. Wow. So your parents, those are your people. And I opened up the door and I kind of peek out. Don't. Oh my god. And you, when you peek out, you see the two parents are arguing with each other. She gets it from you. Oh yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm on your father's side on this one. Hi. What, what are? Why? What? What? Why? Well, I've been trying to get a hold of you. We sent couriers out, and so I decided to actually take a nap, which I haven't done in the last two days because we've been trying to find you. Well, you found me. There was an explosion. Where? Havenville, Nate's bar. Someone blew it up. Took out the church right next to it. Tapestry was in it. She had a heart attack. Well, fuck. She's alive. We thank God we had that medication on hand. She's weakened, but we have <clears throat> we have Sentry, which is, by the way, not a very great name for him now anymore. Uh, he's kind of taken over her duties. We've kept her illness, her situation downplayed. There was a fire that spread to the tapestry, burned a whole chunk of it. So we now have Harley leading a sewing circle. I always liked him. Yeah. So... We need you back. Alright, Harley would not approve of my stitching. <laughs> I need you back. We need... We are down... Shepherd's in a coma. Good. He's... We need someone to help watch our back 
How long are you going to go stay out there? I mean, I, I, I've reached out. We sent a courier to Quinn to the Amazonia, and they said you haven't been there. Where are you? Are you really just going to spend all your time out in the wasteland? It seems to be working so far. That's suicide. You're going to eventually get caught by something, and you're going to die. We could, we need you here. You know, I don't get why you're – I don't get you. After an annoying talk, I reach over and I hit your CD player and like Boys to Men is playing. <laughs> just drown them no, out a little uh, bit. Backstreet Boys. Oh, Backstreet. I'm sorry. Backstreet's back. All right. I kind of I look towards the, <laughs> the the CD player and look back towards you to say, well, okay, this is a learning experience. And uh, Zara is taking a moment. She picks up uh, a, a beanie baby from her uh, nightstand. And she's like, kind of tossing it back and forth. Uh, just to have something to do with her hands while she's thinking. I can come back. But I need your help, too. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. What what, what, what do you need? I, I mean, do you need, are you in a bad situation? Do people have you? No. Oh. Nobody has me. And Zara's obviously trying to figure out how to say this. I think Ghoul might have something that could help you guys. Like what? Like a self-stitching tapestry? Because that'd be fantastic. He's got magic shit. It could be that. Well, that's good. So you're saying what? We should summon him? No. Because he's, he's Ghoul. He wants to cause trouble. If we asked him for something directly... There's no way he would just give it to us. Are we still? Are you actually pissed off at what he did to Sentry? Sure. Okay. So great. Well, so how is so? Ghoul has shit that might help us. And what do we do with that information? We take what we need. What does he have a trailer? I don't know about. Something like that. You know where he lives. Something like that. So. What you're suggesting is we go in there, take something from him, and hope we don't piss off an ally? Yep. Because really, how much of an ally is he? He's as uh, close to the, a magical expert as we're getting. That's why we're not involving Sentry in this. Those two still get to be buddy-buddy. We get what we need. And what do we need? This item that he has. Like, okay, you're keeping it vague, which is very mysterious and fun, but what do you want me to steal? I don't know what it's called because it's magic and stupid. But it allows for a limited amount of time travel. Like, a couple of days a week. So what? Like, could we go back to the beginning of Z-Day and stop it then? Was Z-Day a week ago? Okay. Pay attention. No, you just had an explosion. You don't want to have an explosion. What if you could go back and stop the explosion? How did you hear about this? I have my sources. Okay, first off, we don't act like I'm stupid and I don't know who your sources is. It's Aura Stream. So she so can we just stop acting like I'm an idiot and just tell me Aura Stream told you about this, is that right? If that's what makes you sleep better at night. Okay, what did Aura Stream tell you? She says that he has this time stopper thing? Yeah. Time skipper? Thing. Yep. But he's not exactly going to volunteer it. And if we ask for it, 
then he's going to know that we want it, and even if he'd be willing to part with it, he would drive up the price way higher than any resources you have available right now. So if we use it and go back in time, it'd be like we never stole it. There you go. Looks like you did read enough comic books as a kid. Shit. Okay, okay. Okay, we'll do this. But we limit the amount of people who go there. It's just going to be you and me. Yes, definitely. And dear Lord, don't tell Sentry or any. I know you're buddies with Andrew Weston. Don't tell him. Okay, first off, I'm not buddies. I understand the situation. Okay, I'm going to wake up now. And as soon as you say that, Torchlight jumps out of the dream. Is, or is like yanked out the He's window. He's just literally yanked out of the dream. And Zara, you're still there for at least in a couple of seconds when you, when you hear behind you, well played, I'm impressed. You turn around and it's Raz from the eyed sign, the one who gave you the original mission. Very well played. Good manipulation. I do appreciate that. Yeah, so you better give me some more insight right quick because he's not going to be able to keep a secret for long. <laughs> Fair enough. The place that you're going to is, as I said, a place in, that's impossible for any living being to go. Any, at least any living being with any magical capabilities and most. The only thing they go through of the magical nature, at least the way it's designed, are magical artifacts. So that's what I'm going to give you. On your person will be a cursed item. Do, know, do not worry, it will not affect you or whoever else holds it. Once you grasp it, I'm going to put a little spell in your head that you also say, and you'll be transported to this place, using the object as your key inside. This is the place, as I said before, where Ghoul keeps his more dangerous, esoteric, things he find interesting items. It's sort of like a automatic vault. He can't enter, but he can go, but there's systems inside to grab or put in and grab items. That's where you will go. The object you're looking for is a white skull, about regular human size, with obsidian gems for eyes. Once you acquire the item, Return to the entrance, save the magic world, and you'll be transported to, well, us to gain the item, and you'll get your prize. If you're still interested in it, of course. Uh, Before I do this, any time that I was going to pull a job, I need to case the joint, find out what the security measures are. What security measures does he have in his fucking magic vault? Truth be told, I have no idea. There's numerous wardens preventing people like me from seeing inside. I'm sorry to say, but you are the best in the business. I'm sure you'll find a way around them. If I lift this off and it fucking Indiana Jones rock balls me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make sure to compensate you appropriately. Fucking better. (laughs) Well then, and you instantly snap awake. In Amazonia. In Amazonia. Oh, they've been lying. <laughs> oh, of course they've been lying. I'm not an idiot. I'm not hanging out in the wasteland. Okay. And actually, uh, are you in a bed, I'm assuming, in a room? Yeah. Okay. On of your- course, I've got private quarters. A lot of other people are bunking, but Quinn looks out for Very nice. gold shot. Quinn, well, actually, you do have a roommate. It's Quinn. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Quinn was like, everybody needs to bunk together. Like, well, you're my roommate. And she's like, I am your roommate. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I bought us a tree to- <laughs> I bought us some curtains that we like together. But yes. <laughs> and actually on your countertop there is actually what looks like a some sort of weird animal statue but it looks kind of diseased, but it's just like a sickly not a it's it's like a smell scent s- sight. 
it, it's hard to describe, but it looks it looks sticky looking at it, and you you touch it, and it feels icky, but you don't feel anything bad happening when holding the object. Uh, I hate magic, so I'm gonna. I'm assuming this is the the object that yes. Raz is saying. Yes. So, um, aren't I supposed to hold it and then I get the magic words in my head? Yes, Pop. magic words are in your head. Magic words. Yep. Yep. All right. So yeah. I'm going. And actually, uh, surprisingly, you feel a little woozy with them in your head for a brief second because magic. It's weird. Fucking magic. Zara's like holding her temple. Yep. And she puts it in a bag and she's starting to gather her gear. You know, she's getting into her costume and putting the wig on. She's uh, strapping her, her quiver across her back, notching the bow back there as well. Quinn, I'm going to be out a while. What? Where are you going? Uh, shit's going down at, uh, Haven. Uh, they were having some problems. All right. I guess if you have to, but remember, we're going to be watching Notebook next week. I would not miss that for the world. Of course. All right. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> Has Quinn just come, like, gotten more sorority girl, like, the more that yeah, she, she hang- she's reached college age, yep. so mentally, so basically sorority girl. girl. Bye. You look so, like, you look like you have an eating disease. So. <laughs> Good job, girl. <laughs> that was just a joke. Eating disease or nothing to laugh at. <laughs> Hey. You guys stop laughing. <laughs> well, I just like that you call it an eating disease a, rather than a disorder. It's a disease. Yeah. <laughs> you, she thinks you have a parasite. So you dr- start driving over to uh, Haven. Cut two. You wake up. Take an uh, hour or so to freshen up. Yeah. shower. Because this is only like I've been up for two days straight oh, yeah. getting stuff up. I slept for maybe four hours. Yep. So. I really am like just dragging ass for the first half. Mm-hmm. But after, you know, brushing my teeth, throwing some water in my face and drinking a, like a half of my flask, I'm feeling okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I'm also taking uh, – I'm drinking my flask and I'm also popping a couple pills that help me keep a, a stay awake. So, okay. you know, really healthy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you finally leave your room and you're uh, – as you're walking down the hallways, there's people nodding their heads at you in respect. Mm. And because you now gain the attractive advantage, a couple of uh, men and women look at you and like, oh, look at that. <laughs> I like to think it's uh, – it, it is uh, people finally notice that I have confidence. Okay. Yeah. Very well done. You, of course, what, as soon as you wake up, take the trip to the, the small clinic. And see that uh, Shepard's still okay. He basically has a breath mask on. He's basically covered in bandages. Uh, there's actually Doctor Who. Just there's like yeah, he looks. He's fine for now. He's not even waking up. Is this just shock, cushion? What's going on? Uh, most likely some sort of concussion. Yeah, probably. If we'll know definitely if he's waking up in a couple of days. Okay. If he doesn't wake up in a couple of days, we need to try to force it, force him to wake up. I would definitely not suggest that. We don't. He just barely survived an explosion. We're all barely surviving. We need him up and running soon. So I'm not going to let him die just because you need him. You think you need him right this minute. Yeah. Okay. You can think like that, Doctor Who, but we all have people we have to protect here. We need him to protect us. I can only do so much. So we'll give it a week and we'll explore this option. I'm asking you just to think for a week the safest ways of possibly bringing him out of there. Give me okay? persuasion roll. And is this influence? Influence, yeah, that's what I meant. 19. That's pretty high. He's like, fine. Great. But a week at the minimum. A week is all I ask. And you're all, he's probably going to wake up before that, right? Possibly. Okay, how's our other patient? I say as I point towards where uh, the curtain is drawn, but I can hear the beep beep of uh, Tapestry's heart. 
She's better. Uh, she's woke up briefly, but went back to sleep. If I originally thought it was a heart attack, it was more of a bit of a palpitation. It's it's not life threatening, but it was very very close. Life threatening. Anything's life threatening for an eighty year old. So yeah, true. Okay, is there, I'm going to be heading out into the wasteland probably, maybe in a little while. Do now. I need- we need supplies. We need more. We are running out of cloth. We literally are using our underwears to fix this tapestry. So I'm hoping to find a – there's a, a, a farm manufacturer. We pretty much stripped it clean, but we left a lot of the tarps there. All right, but I've just been hearing rumors that people suspect that EFH had something to do with the explosion. Oh, god damn it. Of course they would. But trust me, no one liked that bar more than the EFH. If they were really going to explode something, it would have been a church. I'm just saying they're – well, they were a terrorist organization. Let's be honest here. They blew up things. I will discuss this with people, okay? Thank mm-hmm. you. Who's, who's the one talking about this? Who's, is there a leader? Is there a, a – Roger. Great, Roger. I'll, thank you. I'll talk mm-hmm. to him um, and just uh, keep a load out. And also, um, do we have any more of those field uh, bags? One left. I've been prepping. Can we, can we spare it? To lose. To lose? Goldshot's been staying out in the wild. I want to make sure she has stuff just in case. Why do you give her supplies if she doesn't even live here anymore? Because she gives us supplies. Just, you know what, just if everything works out, literally none of this is going to matter. So I, I slap him on the shoulder. He looks confused. It'll make sense. Well, it won't make sense because you won't. Never mind. Just I'll be back or I won't. So just get a field bag ready. I'll be by uh, when Goldshot drops by. All right, fine. All right. And then I'm going off to find Roger. All right. Uh, you get close. Uh, there's Roger with with his crew. He's his thing about Roger, like I said, you said he was sort of like a frat boy, which comes with its own type of charisma, but more like. Yeah, he's basically if uh, people are usually uh, when they're scared, some people shut up mm-hmm. and he's the one talking. And yep. sometimes that's all you need when people are scared. Yeah, his confidence is, comes because he's too dumb to realize that maybe there are times where you shouldn't, where, yep. where you should fear for your life. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I'm approaching where Roger and his crew, they literally work out. They, yep. that's, they have like a little workout gym that they hang out. And you actually see you actually see him on the barbells. I don't fucking know why we're still associating with those fucking terrorists. Roger. Fuck. Come on now. I am not here to talk about the steroids that are missing from the medical uh, suite, but I am here to talk about your uh, tone. So how about you put down those weights that you know you shouldn't be able to lift at this point and get over here and talk? He looks at you, puts the barbell back on its stand, stands up from the the bench. He stands up from the bench. Fuck. Uh, Rest of you go. Then his crew leaves. Wow. I'm pretty sure the oldest one of the crew is... Maybe 20 at the best. You are leading a group of children. Well, old man, I guess the young the young of the next generation, they have a better head on their shoulders, you know, because they don't have to suffer through the ideals of the past. What the hell have you been reading? Some Nietzsche bullshit? Did you actually discover your reading list from hot college and <laughs> try to give it a try? Listen, stop with the bullshit about the EFH. They didn't blow up the... They How the fuck do you know that? Because why would they blow up? The, they they were the best customers. Which would make them the perfect suspects because no one suspected them. Who else could have done it? It could have been an accident. That was an accident. You really think from... There was Gas nothing... Leak. Seriously? Gas leak? Who knows? You don't know. That's the thing. You don't know. What you know is how to steal steroids from the medical suite and bug the shit out of me. You're not you going to investigate... The bugs. I mean, fuck. Jesus Christ. Roger, <laughs> all I'm saying right now is to stop... 
fanning the flames, okay? We're going to figure it out in a couple days. You don't need to be the first one to fucking shout it from the, the rooftops. And honestly, this might not be even if it was not an accident. It might not have been the EFH either. Who else would want to blow it up? Mishap. Her and her crew. They've been getting closer and closer to our group. I told you we should have taken them out. You're right. We probably should have listened to you, Roger. But we won't know that it's them uh, until, I mean, honestly, all we know is we've seen them kind of poking around the highway when uh, further along when they usually do. It might have been one of them. This might have been a pre- uh, preemptive tack. All right. Cool. So I, know but I need you to keep that between you and me. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. No problem. No okay. problem. But, you know, but if once it's confirmed, though, we're going after them, right? We're taking them out. We can't have them on the road, right? Oh, man, what do you think we should do? We should take them the fuck out if I, it's them. I haven't even considered that. Oh, man, you know, you're, you're probably right on that regards. We'll talk about it when we find it out. But yeah. good job. I hadn't thought about mishap. Yep. That's a good point. Yeah. And I good. turn yeah. away yeah. and just walk off. And as actually you hear uh, Rogers are like, yeah. Yeah, getting back in there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much just did the, uh, the, the Daffy Duck thing. <laughs> rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season. So yeah, I'm waiting for, uh, I'm waiting at the gates for Nira, uh, not Nira. <laughs> I'm waiting for the gates for, uh, Goldshot oh, to appear. Or Zara. Yep. Goldshot is the one that arrives. Yep. And on her golden bike, which was main, actually upgraded by a shepherd. So silently, she comes in. Hey, you know, when I'm just seeing you right now and remember the dream, I can tell that it's not only the nose that you had done. Aging changes people. Let's go. <laughs> okay. And uh, where are we going? Are we heading out or what? Yeah, we're going to head out. I'll grab one of the ATVs or do you want me to just uh, hop on the back? Just hop on the back. Here, by the way, and I'm handing you off a, it's a field bag. You've noticed a couple from us before. What's this for? If you're staying out in the wilderness, I want you to make sure that you have medical supplies. We can we can spare it. You sure? It was who is it was whose idea? Thanks. <laughs> I'm swinging. I've got like saddlebag sort of thing set up on the back of the bike, so I toss it in there. Very nice. All right, where are we going? I say as I get on the bike. We're going to a place. Oh wow! Room. How mysterious. <laughs> I will say uh, you two will go, not the bike. So you might want to store something. Uh, yeah. Okay. I just figure I don't want to yeah. magically disappear in front of a bunch of people. Fair enough. Tinker. Yeah. Open the gate and tell Wanda that we're going out to the uh, the farm festival. Why do it have to be the other one that tells her when you leave unexpectedly? Because you're just so charming. Thank you. <laughs> and tell her we're going to find if we can find those tarps from the farm festi- uh, from the farmer's festival market. Okay. All right. And in behind, you hear, ignore me! We're ignoring you, we'll be back in 12... 12- the one thing that we are able to keep, get him to do, uh, the uh, heavy metal, is keep a timer, 12 hours, uh, keep a timer, three hours. Three hours, but ignoring me! Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, it's like, this is your three-hour reminder to ignore me! <laughs> so, yeah, so we're driving off. So, giving us yep. three hours, I figure that's all we need. Yep, and I, actually, as you're driving off, because you took a while to start up the engine, you hear, two hours and 59 minutes! I'm like, and you hear, and you go, fuck. This is your reminder to ignore me for 258 minutes. <laughs> they really love that. Yeah. And you got you drive off? Mm-hmm. Now, we've certainly stripped the surrounding area for resources, but there are still buildings. I yes. think that we couldn't knock down. Yeah, there's still like on the roads there's still cars, there's still buildings yeah. you couldn't just straight up knock down stuff like that. I did say farmer festival market. That's uh oh. that's about 20 minute drive. All right, then we will head that way. Okay. And it, it's a place that we have stripped of everything. Like the things that we left was uh, the mulch, uh, the tarps that were holding in the mulch uh, down. We got we took the mulch, but we 
didn't want to take this tile uh, that uh, the tarps because they smell like mm-hmm. mulch. Uh, so we left them there. So if this doesn't work out, at least I'll have some, some maybe some tarps. But that's but yeah, it's it's a skeleton of a building. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will that do? Oh no, no, you're taking yeah, me. Yeah, you don't. Right. Yeah, you don't know where. Okay. I'm just happened to be driving in that direction because yep. I know it. Zar- uh, Gold shot is not talking. No, yeah, yeah, my character, you know what? For the first time, my character's just keeping an eye out uh, for any zombies or anything like that. And yeah, just the odd zombie or two, but nothing, you can't swim around. And yeah, keeping quiet. Mm-hmm. So then... I will start talking oh. when you pull into the uh, farmers. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, before long, it is pretty obvious where I'm going, and then we'll pull up to the farmer's market. Okay, you do realize that was a ruse, right? I don't actually think we can find anything of use here. And Zara like you know, swerves to a halt and picks up one of those tarts, tarps and uh, tosses it over her her bike. Yeah, but where we're going, we're not going to need roads, and I figure it's better if we don't let anybody else know that. Oh my god, I you've never actually spoke Back to the Future with me, and I'm just going to be honest with you, my passion has reignited. Don't touch me. That's also a fair point, and for some reason, that also is really working on me. So what are we doing here? And I'm just going to uh, I pull the strange animal totem out of my bag, grab your shoulder, and say some Latin. I'm going to be honest with you. Your taste in beanie babies have really fucked up over <laughs> the years. I need both of you to give me, you know what? Just give me a straight uh, resolve check. Difficulty is easy, so just a 10. Oh, oh, 22. Oh, you're fine. 12, 13. Oh, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, you feel yourself transitioning. Uh, briefly, you're where you started. Then you're in the world of the dreams, and then you're someplace else entirely. Uh, you realize you're in the beginning of a hallway. To your left and to your right is just bare stone. Behind you is bare stone. Ahead of you, uh, it's a, the, long, the hallway continues on for what feels like maybe 20 feet. And in the hallway... Uh, it ends on, you assume it was another bare wall, but you realize it's more like a, some sort of stone. It's a wall that looks different from all the other walls. You realize it's like some sort of blockage. But to the left, and far, a little farther up, there's a door. So there's a blockage up in front of us. Yep. And then to the left, there's another door. Yes. Oh, this is weird. Where the hell is this place? I could not tell you What that. the hell is this place? And actually, as you're talking, the, that side door opens. And out pops a, a marble statue of a man. The style is, looking at it, sort of like a mixture of Greek and Roman. Uh, but it, although the features are more... Uh, it's hard to determine if it's Caucasian, African. It's, it's like it's a melding of differing uh, races in this one figure. But it's a, it looks like a marble statue walking forward. It seems to be some sort of toga, bald. And it walks through, turns, and walks in your direction. A uh, friend of yours, do you have a magic password? I Handshake? Nope. It stands in front of you, looks at you both, and his hand slowly goes forward, and you realize in the direction of that little statue you had. I'm... All right, I'm going to hand it over. And he just grabs it, turns around, goes to the door. I think do it we... was the coat check. Okay, let's follow him, I guess. So you know where this time... Skipper is, right? Nope. Let's go. Oh, great. This is what I've always dreamed about, a magical adventure. I never read comic books that involved magical people. As soon as the zombie goes in, the door closes behind him. Are we able to slip in after him? 
Uh, yes, I'm going to say you're okay, going to cool. sleep in bed right after it. Uh, you go inside, you go into a fairly large room, and you see there's more of these stone uh, men and women. Although you notice that some of them seem to be cracked, like one's missing an arm, one seems to be... You realize one looks like he was uh, punched with a fist, a rather large, non-human type fist, like very large, but it's still standing there. And around you, you realize you see objects, broken objects ever, and the wall seems to be fist-sized holes in them. Hmm. And in the center, you see one person there, one, one being there larger than the rest, another stone statue, but it's about... Well, the other ones were like maybe seven feet tall. This one's nine. And he's just standing there in the middle. Does he have large enough fists to have caused that? As far as you can tell, no. Okay. Okay. Um, do we sneak by these guys or do we talk? I'm really following your lead here. As you briefly glance around, you look across from where you are. You see a door to your left and a door to your right. But as you're there, are you trying to be stealthy or you just... That's what we're deciding. Yeah, we'll we'll try to sneak uh, to the door to our left. Oh, I do have stealth. Okay, give it a try. Twenty-one. Forty-two. Whoa! My dice exploded three times. Wow! I was happy with my one explosion. He rolled a twenty-one. Ah! What'd you get? Twenty-one. Exactly. Defender wins. For a brief second, his eyes scan around, and morale. I'm sorry, Fuck. <laughs> so many games. I mean, stealing from artifacts is yeah. really yeah. Morales' thing. Yeah. So yes, yeah. So gold shot for Brisa. You think you're gonna, you're about to be caught, and to your shame, you you feel uh, you feel torchlight kind of tug you just out of his range. I had it. You, you, you say that towards you look over your shoulder, and there's no torchlight <laughs> there. And then you see him, I guess, at the door, just waving at you, like, "Come on." Go to the door. Uh, which one? There's one to the right. I one. said we were going to the left. To the left most door? Okay, yeah. You go to Lesbor's door. There's a door in front of you. How do you open it? It's it's uh, like it's like a it looks like a stone slab is just right in front of the door. It's just slammed down. Like it goes up and down. All right. And there's no like keypad, lock. Uh, you do notice a runic symbol on the door. Oh, a runic symbol. I'm real I'm real fluent in those. Press it. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I'm looking around. You said that some of these beings are missing, like, their arms and stuff? Mm-hmm. Do I see any of their hands or their arms, like, laying on the ground anywhere? Yes, you do. I'm going to go to one mm-hmm. and grab it, and I'm going to try holding it to the rune. I need you to give me an intelligence roll. And I'll allow uh, tech security on this for a specific okay. reason. Tech security? Yeah. I have that. Yep. So, because- do you mean insight or do you mean logic? There's logic. It's logic. Yes. Yep. Fifteen. Twelve. Fifteen will work for this. Tech and magic are two very different things. Very different things. But math is always the same. And there is some sort of mathematical algorithm towards this runic symbol. You realize as you're working on it with the... Surprisingly, as you're pressing the buttons, the, the stone hand is actually moving on its own as well. It's like it kind of remembers the correct positions, and you're able to use that guy that to basically unlock it. Press the right things on the room to basically cause a door to open. All right. So it was just discovering the pattern. Okay. Yep. There we go. Patterns are the same no matter the language. Sure. Whatever you said, that was just magic to me. So let's keep going. Wasn't magic. Patterns. And what's in the next room? You dive into the next room and you see more broken objects. Like you realize that there were all these pedestals. 
And you assume that all these pedals had different objects, but they're all been smashed. The pedals smashed, as well as the various objects in the rooms. Did a toddler come through here? Or a bull? And actually, as the door slams behind you, and you notice that uh, one of the objects you realize is some sort of like a was once an orb, but it seems to have cracked in half. And as, you, as soon as you enter a room, this the orb seems to grow. Not grow, I mean, it's a glow. It flashes, and in front of you, you suddenly see these two spectral great cats. Oh, boy. Wow. That's why everything's mm. broken. Mm. Uh, do you, they see us? Oh, yeah, they definitely see you. <laughs> Roll initiative. One. Uh, I think five is the lowest one I have. All right. The cats and gold shot. Go first gold shot. You got a first chance to strike. Okay. Let's see. So these look spectrally. Yes. Really wishing I had like a water arrow right now. Because cats don't like water. Okay. I am... Let's test this out. I'm going to use an electric arrow on the ghosts. Okay. Shoot it out. Do, 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 do. Versus their avoidance, I'm assuming? Right. Yep. All right. So let's see. No, I'm not. I don't want to take that minus six to trying to hit it. So I think I am just going to do a standard uh, standard attack. Not a bad idea. Just but, see if the actual damage works on them. You're saying it's not a bad idea? No, it's not bad. It's yeah. just I just want to know if like actually they can actually be hurt. All right, so here we go. Just a complex action. All right, so to hit, we've got 25. That definitely hits. Okay, and the damage is nine. As far as you can tell, you caused it actual damage like any regular cat. Now the two cats are going to go. And they can do team attack. If they're fighting uh, one person. They're fi- one cat goes to each person. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. So, let's see here. Those 2d20. Plus their... Please tell me you mean 2d10, not 2d20. Sorry, 2d10. <laughs> I was just like, what are these creatures? <laughs> what did you... Say the words. Say the words. <laughs> <laughs> we have to be at the entrance. Yep. Say them yeah. anyways. So, one hits... goes Strikes Torchlight for... Uh, so an 18. Uh, my avoidance avoid- yes. is 19. Very nice. And the other one too. Well, that's why I make sure. Uh, uh, yeah. And the other one goes to gold shot. Oh, no. He does hit me because 18 with uh, – no, defender wins. So 18 with armor. So, yeah. I All right. You win. And the other one goes for – ooh, that's a good roll. Uh, that is 25. Ouch. Yeah, that hits okay. me. Okay. And now damage is nine uh, stamina damage from this creature. And that was a complex action for them because he's in a straight strike. So, two, three. Me. Okay. And I'm going to arrow them again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to do normal arrows. It didn't seem like the electricity did anything special. Nine, 13, 16. Oh, the void is a 16. All exactly. Right. Four, five. I go. Okay, you go first. Uh, yeah, I'm going to attack the one that's attacking me. Okay. And I will do so. Now, if I go on the same tick, does that still count for team attack? Or does it have yeah, to be yeah, the yes. next tick? No, or- yeah. yeah, no, yeah, same Before tick. or after or on, yeah. Cool. So, right now, it's 15 plus my uh, ranged, uh, do I roll that? Yeah, I press my range, uh, 15 plus, uh, 22. That definitely hits. Cool. And so my damage is going to be my quickness die. Mm-hmm. 
which is D10. Right. You really plus, upgrade your fire. Yeah. Plus my resolve, which is my uh, the damage dice for my. Um, no, I thought your damage dice would be quickness plus quickness plus whatever my damage dice, dice. is, which is a D8, which is D10. So mm-hmm. another D10. Yep. So oh, okay. double D10. I right. did not roll my damage correctly. Right. For next time. Ugh. Uh, 10 plus, um, and then I get a plus two for my damage. I thought, f- you get a plus two for your damage? I have adva- I have uh, weapon mastery, oh, plus okay, two nice. damage blast. Uh, so 12. All right. Ooh, that's, and it's the one that's attacking you, right? Yeah, 12. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's burning. It's not happy. And so that's no, stamina damage, though? Doesn't look like it. Yeah, stamina damage. It's cool. over its fortitude. So is he, did I set him on fire? Spectral, the spectral being, they don't get affected by fire. So they can burn, but they it doesn't linger. It doesn't linger, yes. Great, got it. I also go at five. And so for team attack purposes, I'm going to attack the same cat. Do it. Okay. Eight, all right, that's nine, 17. That definitely hits. All right, yeah, it's like plus- Minus six, 11. 11 plus nine, 20. Definitely hits. That was a devastating attack. Uh, no, that's team attack. Oh right, yes. Yeah, well, I just oh, earlier. I'm sorry. I f- so yeah, you're, you're, uh, then you wouldn't have to re. Oh no, it is. Uh, you must take an action one. Uh, yeah. No, it's so actually not minus six. It right? But yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah. So either way, definitely hit. Let's see, uh, twenty-two damage. Dam- damage. Yes. Uh, twenty-two plus my original. Uh, the the. Spectral tiger dissipates. Okay, so it, so one wound gets rid of him. Apparently, yeah, cool, great. And the only one left is gonna because he was already on gold shot. Gonna try to attack you again. Fair. Does a really dice? You're gonna do this to me now? You're a jerk. Seventeen hit you. Does not. Uh, the spectral tiger misses. All right, six, seven, eight, nine. I go. I'm going to use a devastating attack. It's been a while since okay. I used it, so a devastating attack. Oh, uh, God, I think I missed. <laughs> 11, 18, minus 6, I missed. You miss. Gold shot? As you whiff with the flames, I just give you a look of really before notching another arrow. Yeah. There we go. 10, 22. 32, 41. Was this a devastating attack? No, that was just to attack normally. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and you were, as you hit it with the arrow, how much damage do you do? Uh, 12. 12 plus the 9 you gave it before, it dissipates into smoke. So she dropped it down, the stamina down to nothing? To nothing, yep. And the glowing orb <sighs> stops glowing. Back street, back, all right. No one asked you to provide a soundtrack. Well, you asked me here, so I'm trying to do my best. What, right. was that, what the hell was that thing? Do I look like a magic repository of knowledge? No, but I know you. You always prepare before you do a job, and you wouldn't go into a job without doing your research. Well, it's a little hard to research magical fortifications that even the person that fortified them isn't allowed into. Why are you just always angry at me? I'm not. It's not. You're not that special. It's not about you. Right, I know. I don't know if this anger is supposed to go towards your dad for screwing your family over, or- You it w- were in one fucking dream, and now you think you're oh, Freud? okay, first off, I wasn't in one dream. We've had a lot of dreams together, and they were all very fun. Do not it. flatter yourself. Okay, well, you know what? Just, alright. There's obviously weird shit 
scattered all throughout this place, possibly broken because something came through here. Be on the lookout for a creepy white skull with glittering black eyes. Is that the time traveling thing? Yes. I wanted to roll empathy at this point, just to see if you're lying. Yeah, I'm never going to tell you. At this point, I'm never going to tell you if you want to roll to see if someone's lying to you. It's up to you. You got me here. (laughs) I'll give you that. But uh, so empathy is what I'd be doing. You'd be rolling. uh, You'd be rolling your influence, Ange. Mm hmm. There it is. I was like, do I not have this skill? <laughs> so is this charisma? No, I'd be doing insight. She'd be rolling yep, charisma. Exactly. Okay. Ugh. Yeah, it's so much easier for you to lie to me. <laughs> I don't know if it is. <laughs> 20. 17. What aren't you telling me? Nothing. Let's keep going. Where's the next door? Oh, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. I just... I just want to point out, I came into this magical little fun house with you because you told me there was a way to bring back everything to make sure that the the giant fuck-up didn't happen at Haven. Something's not right. You're not telling me something. I know when you're lying. Most of the time. 50% of the time. What is this skull? Is this actually the time thing? I mean, it could be. Oh my god. Is there a time thing? I don't know. What are we doing here? We're stealing something. Surprise! For who? What? A skull? Is that what you're missing in your life? You don't have a beanie baby in your life, so you want to get a skull? I mean, did you miss the part where I said I had sparkly black eyes? What is going on? I was approached with an offer I couldn't refuse. By who? Magic dude. I'm guessing not a fan of goals? Ghouls? I mean... We didn't get into his motivation really deeply, but okay, I feel like that. How are you going to get out? Go to the entrance and knock. The entrance was had a. a Do you blank- know how to get out? Yep. Oh, so this is now blackmail. You're not going to let me out unless I help you steal something from an ally. I still think that is too generous of a term. For- it, you know what? He he's more helpful than you've been. I mean. He's given us, he's helped us out in the past. Yes, he can't really live with us because he looks like a damn zombie. He doesn't lie to me. Maybe he withholds the truth, but you've just lied to me. You used me. Well, pretty soon I won't be your problem anymore. So the sooner we get through this, the sooner we never have to see each other again. Lead the way, oh fearless leader. Across the way, you see another door. Go to the door. Yep. And because you now know the pattern, the door opens. Is it uh, left of the room, right of the room, straight mm-hmm. through? Straight, straight across from the other door. Okay. You join us in the map? Sort yep. of. <laughs> so we can get back out. Yep. Mostly just for my own benefit. Yep. And actually, as you go through, you see another short hallway with another door at the end. You go through. Mm-hmm. The door opens. And you see... The best way is a large circular room with, uh, unlike the other rooms, as far as you can tell, this one hasn't been entered because nothing's been smashed. And there's all these pedestals with random objects, with differing objects on them. You see a couple of things, a couple of books, knickknacks. Right off the bat, you don't see the skull. But you do see a couple of other objects. Uh, Let's see here. You see what looks like a regular sword. You see uh, inside what looks like a... Uh, you see uh, on one pedestal a picture book, another pedestal another picture book. Inside are diff- 
in one of the books, you realize there's pictures of, of Ghoul kicking various animals. And then you remember the story of Ghoul turning Mosaic into a sheep and kicking him around. And you do realize that there is a picture of a sheep with a lab coat on it. So it's a picture. Is it a? Is it like a a uh, a year a, a photo album? Yeah, or? It's a fo- sorry, it's a picture. A photo album essentially. So it's not like drawn. It's like literally like someone holding a Polaroid, and he's like yeah, giving yeah. thumbs up as he's booting things. <laughs> exactly, but that's some of the others. I realize this is like his his, his victory photo album. Oh, uh, yep. This links, I think, is frozen. Uh, uh, <laughs> frozen. This links is actually Arctic wind. I think. That explains why he attacked the zoo about five, six years ago. Yeah, okay. The other folder album, you open it up, and there's a pictures of various men, some of them undressed, some of them in bed, and you realize this is his personal fuckbook. With, and some of them have messages that he's like, had a great time. Thanks, ghoul. Wow. Well, at least it was consenting. <laughs> I, was, I, I was worried he was like, stocking piling revenge porn, but I mean, if they're signing it like their damn yearbook... Way to go. I mean. And there are, there are some famous people in this book. Like people you thought were straight, but apparently Ghoul has his charm. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little bit jealous here. I mean, I, I mean I've mean, i never wanted. Chris, I mean, Ryan Reynolds is good and all, but <laughs> I mean, I didn't think. Uh, way to go, buddy. <laughs> no, my kid's like, how did he ever get Ryan Reynolds? Oh, it's dated. It's right after Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> that was a dark time for all of us. <laughs> All right, well, way to go, ghoul. Great. So, and as you look around, like there's all, all these. As far as I can tell, there's no power to any of these. These all seem to have like some sort of sentimental value. You do notice that there is one uh, book, an old book, like the leather looks not ancient, like maybe a century old book. You open up, and initially it's Spanish, but then because it's a magic book, it starts to translate to English. And you start reading from the beginning, and you realize it's his journal. Oh. Wow, I'm flipping it back to like the very beginning, which it's it's a lot longer than it seems. I like mm-hmm. it looks like it's just like a kind of a it's a it's a large book, but I keep on it just feels like I'm keep on turning the same page over until I finally do get to the beginning. Uh, you, this is Carlos talking about his trip to the new world. He's going to conquer the primitive peoples. Whoa, different time. Oh, okay, let's just keep on <laughs> old timey thoughts. Yeah, old-timey thoughts. I'm just like yeah, this moment character is like wow. Old time we thought. Old time we thought. Okay, let's just keep also, on going. Also, can I say, if you're keeping a magical journal, why on earth would you put a translate spell on it? Because I don't honestly think this is written. I mean, yeah, in the beginning it's written, but as I go through this, this handwriting is you different. Realize I think it it's is- his thoughts. I think it's an artifact. He must have had it imbued or something. Because right now, first off, it's right in the beginning. This is talking about old timey thoughts and a lot of. Wow, he was really in the closet. Alyssa and me, bosoms that never end. I love her. I need her. It's all I ever want. Woman, women, women. Wow. wow. This guy was really projecting. But as it gets going, it's, it turns more into like a stream of consciousness. As you're going near the end to when he meets you guys and befriends. Yeah, I'm going to where he, when he meets us. Yeah. Yeah. And he starts to befriend. Uh, like he's friendly with you guys, but he's friends with Sentry. Uh, and he realized Sentry doesn't know. I see how much he suffers because of his powers. His ears literally, literally bled when that idiot Torchlight decided to have a party. I can't yeah. let this happen anymore. And I discovered the truth. He's magic. I can use this. I probably won't tell him. He won't forgive me for this. But I think this is the best for him in the end. How long ago was that dated? How long did he know? Uh, about a week after meeting him. 
Okay, first of all, I didn't throw a party. It was literally the 4th of July. Like, that just throws itself. But he's known for a while. And it looks like he had this whole accidental thing of his. It doesn't pan out. Well, he told, did, he tell, did he tell us it was an accident? He told he told Sh- uh, Sentry yeah. it was an accident. Uh, it looks like he planned on making him magical. Or waking him up. I don't know. See? Told you. Can't trust him. Okay, first of all, I literally, this is his head. This is his mind. I can trust everything in here because he's not lying to himself. Uh, <laughs> um, um, do you remember the first part of the book? Her was, bosoms, her bosoms, her bosoms. That was I the, need breasts. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, he's just trying to help Sentry. And yes, as much as I would love to say, I would love to have Sentry's ears again and his eyesight. It was killing the guy. I'm just saying. He allowed that suffering to continue unnecessarily. And he fixed it, though. It took him some time. I, what, you're trying to be turning me against this guy? Listen, just because, just, if you're painting him as the bad guy, it doesn't make what you just did any less bad. Okay? Next door. Yeah, Lex. There's door. no other door out. Great. It's a maze. We have to backtrack to the other door. Back in the weird statue room. <sighs> All right, let's go. Lead the way. Go back. All right. You go back and you're in front of the entrance to that rain. I'm going to say you go all the way back to the main entrance with yes. the, where the statue room is and you're in front of the door and you get ready to open it. Are you going to sneak past again? Yes. Yep. All right, give me another roll. Don't fuck it up this time, Ash. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, 27. I, again, exploding dice on that one. Seriously? 27. He rolled 27. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I rolled 17. Yeah. But up, up! <laughs> yep. You try to sneak past to the door. Like, you uh, you start, you go through the door, you try to go to your left to sneak to the other door, and you hear reverberating across the walls, hold. Nope, running. Yep. I'm just I'm I'm remaining hidden. Okay. I'm moving slowly towards the door, but I'm guessing since she's I see her darting, I'm going to try to sneak uh, along. Uh, yep. You see, uh, you see the main being 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 is still there with his arms crossed. See the one that shouted "Hold!" Yes, but you see the other statues look in your direction, start walking towards you. Nope, run. Give me an athletics roll, which I just increased. Yes, you did. So that's quickness. Ye- no, uh, athletics is no acrobatics would be quickness. Well, I have acrobatics. Acrobatics would be them. Acrobatics would make more sense in this case. And they're going to... Just don't statues. They're not that high. In the quickness realm. Um, as I am... Uh, so, spending a plot die, do I have to activate my tagline? No. You no, can I can just spend, spend a plot... All right, so I'm uh, just gonna- what, what happens when you spend your plot die is... Um, if your tagline, I think you get to roll and choose... The, uh, it's something I can't right. remember a tagline. But it was going to be a reach to mm-hmm. use it, so I will just roll... Ooh, that's better. Um, do plot dice explode? Yes. Mm-hmm. 25. Uh, the stone statues try to grab it, but you're much too fast. And they're, again, they're just stone statues. As one second. Oh, I'm sorry. One second. Uh, dice allows you to use your plot die. Once per scene, if you apply your tagline in a way it makes sense, you can re-roll a plot die and take the highest number. Okay. So. So it just gives you a chance to roll your plot die twice. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, the stone statues try to grab you, but you're just too quick. You're just going uh-huh. in and out. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, you dive into the door. And then uh, 
The stone statues? Uh, I got 21 for the... Oh, yeah, and you're able to sneak past them as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the door slams closed. Whew. All right. What's in this room? You again see a small hallway. You go through it. On the other end, the door opens into a rectang- large rectangular room. Again, this room looks, although smashed. Most of the items here are broken pedestals, broken items. What the hell? You still see no sign of a skull with black eyes. You do realize, though, that two of the items seems to be unsmashed. Whether that's by accident or some other means, you don't know. One looks like a small box, and the other one looks like a pair of white gloves. Ooh. I pick up the gloves. The glo- as soon as you pick up the gloves, you feel knowledge entering your mind. Ooh, I'm smart now. Yep. I really could have used this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You feel knowledge entering your mind as you realize you're, it's, like, it's like the entire chamber is telling you the, what the gloves are. Gloves of the magician. Most days magicians take years to learn their craft. Studying under masters become experts of sleight of hand and illusion. Whoever commissioned these gloves apparently didn't have the patience for that and paid an actual wizard to make his life a whole lot easier. You gained a parlor trick power three uses per day. That's actually really cool. What does the parlor trick power do? You literally can do stage magic, um, either through fakery or like literally reaching into a hat and pulling out a bunny. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Which is, I, I think it's really actually a decent power, like yeah. getting like a, a forever food. It's like, I'm hungry. Get over here. Oh, Fluffy, I love you. <laughs> um, I'm grabbing the box and opening it up. Cursed box of useful objects. <laughs> Wait, it's cursed, but useful objects. Yep. Power utility belt 10. And you know, utility belt is basically you be able to grab a random object that might that would be useful for whatever is happening. Right. Maybe, yeah. But limitation cursed. cursed. Each use of the box requires a roll of d6. On a one, it releases a deadly creature intended on destruction of the user. Oh wow. Okay. Neat. Mm-hmm. So, is just is, do we just know this, or is there you like just, a little plaque? Just, no, you just know. Oh, we pick it up. We just know exactly. Exactly. What it does. Well, I just had some information beamed in my head. Yep. That was Same. weird. Oh, and at the, actually, uh, actually, uh, at the end of the description, you realize, currently stored in Room of the Useless. Oh. Um, room of the Useless, huh? So it would seem. Okay, so, uh, is there any other doors in here? Nope. I'm gonna try something. I do not have a hat handy, but I have a quiver. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dump out all the arrows. I'm going to hold it in front of me. I would like to reach inside and pull out a skull with obsidian eyes. You try. <laughs> Sadly. I really was hoping I could circumvent so your entire plot, Hazel. You pull out a skull. It's very gross, and you feel there's a brain in <laughs> Somewhere in Haven, it's like, Harley's like, guys, my God, you're giving me a migraine, and his head yeah. just deflates. You, put your, you do put your hat, you do put your head into a quiver. Look thick for a skull, a skull, a skull. You pop out a rabbit skull. The skull starts to twitch. And I drop it back in. Yep. Whip. Put my arrows back in. <laughs> What's I, for your next trick? I flip you off with the magic gloves. <laughs> Sounds like there's uh, either a hidden door somewhere around here, or we gotta talk to that giant monstrosity thing. <sighs> okay. Or, you know what? I think this is just, uh, maybe, as we saw, a lot of things are broken here. Maybe we should just get out of here. We found some useful items. We might be able to use them for Haven. Did Did you miss the part where this is the room of useless stuff? What's the pay? The pay only happens if we find the skull, so there's no point in discussing it. What's the pay? One-way ticket out of here. 
what does that even mean? Like a one way ticket out of here? That's like the worst pay ever. Like, or why? Why? Like, so these are magic people. They have access to magical things, including a way to leave this godforsaken existence filled with zombies. Like sending you to a different planet or? Like, apparently parallel worlds are a thing. And there's one that not only has no zombies, but has no superheroes either to keep fucking things up. So it's a one-way ticket. Yep. And all I have to do is steal something from a guy I don't even really like. Do you like anybody? No. (laughs) So you don't like anybody? Nope. You don't like me? Not particularly. What did I do to piss you off? Like, at one point, I thought we were at a point in our relationship. Friendship, don't worry. Don't panic there. I could see your eyes, are, eyebrows already knitting together. Friendship, where I legit thought you were worried about me. Did that just, was that a uh, fake? I, I just don't get you. And I've tried. I really have tried. And I've defended you. And I, I've told people to trust you. And I, I, do, I just don't know what I've done wrong. If you tell me what I've done wrong, I I will fix it. I will apologize. I just don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Why don't you like me? Not even, again, friendship, partners, anything. What have I done to make you feel that I'm never looked out for at least some of your interests? I never said that. I know that you've looked out for me because you're a good guy and that's what good guys do. But I'm not a good guy. You can be. I know you're hoarding food. I know you steal bullets. But you've stayed with us and you've helped us. And it, that just can't be because you're an opportunistic individual. Uh-huh. You literally tried to help me escape when I, they are about to beat me. Whip me. And you made a choice then. And it was a dumb choice. Yes, it's a dumb choice. But is that what you're angry about? That I decided to stay and get whipped and get punished? Yes. Yeah, that was stupid. It was stupid. And you continue to work with that goddamn Andrew Weston. Somebody that does not have anybody's best interest at heart except his own. What am I supposed to do? Kick him out? Especially after we saw what he went through. He lost his wife and kids. They all died, and the Guardian League, I know, covered that up probably. And that's what you don't like about heroes, I'm guessing. You're always being dismissive about good guys. You're the good guy. That's what good people do. You know for a fact that good people are just people, that we're all dicks, that we always look out for our own best interest. And you're, you feel that it is just ridiculous and because people look down on you when you're just being exactly what we are. You're just being more honest. Yep. You're right. But the only thing I would say about that is I've never tried to deceive you. I'm a sucker because I'm honest. I'm helping you because I actually do want you to survive. And you know what? Fine. If this means getting you somewhere safe, away from all this hell, yeah, let's find the skull. I'll get you out of here. I'll get you that one-way ticket. Everybody deserves to get out of this hellhole. And if it's just one of us can go and it happens to be you, fine. 
eat a hot dog for me in uh, in at uh, Yankee Stadium. That's all I asked. If they have the Yankees, sure. Okay, let's find this thing. Let's just find this thing. Let's go talk to the hulking monster, I guess. Unless you want to look around for hidden passages. I don't know. Find a candlestick and pull it. This is what magic people do? I don't know what magic people do at this point. Fine. Let's talk to the weird magic statue. All right. Yep. You head back. The door opens. You hear, hold. We're holding. We're here to talk. How did you enter my guardianship? You were given a totem and the magic word. Magic word? By whom? By the by the warrior ghoul? By an associate. Hmm. Strange. I have not had expected living people here. I'm technically supposed to destroy you. But it's been a while. We're not magical people. I assumed as much, otherwise you wouldn't be here. What happened here? I wave around towards the punching and the damage. May I take a guess? Something undead broken? Undead? No. I am required under the Great Warrior Ghoul that anything living must be destroyed. Sadly, this creature is not living. What is it? Yeah, you said, before you get to that, you said is. Is it still here? Yes, I locked it in the main chamber. Where's the main chamber at? There's an image of the rooms you've just went into, and you realize that in front, remember the the stone that looked different from the other walls? Yes. That's it. What is it? It is, as far as I can tell, a golem. And someone sent that in here? Most likely, yes. Do you it know seemed who? to be searching for something, but it was causing massive damage. I wonder who sent it in. I wonder myself. Perhaps I should ask the great warrior Ghoul. Can you actually communicate with him from here? Negative. Okay, well... <clears throat> Did the golem give any indication what it was searching for? It kept saying the same orders. Smash everything in way. Search for skull. Yeah, that's what Skull, That's what Ghoul uh, was afraid of. Ghoul sent us in to uh, handle this. Since you know he can't enter, yes. he can't come in here himself. That makes sense because I am under orders to only harm living things. Give me a persuasion roll. Uh, influence? Yeah, sorry. 21. Okay. That makes sense. I am only required to take out things that are living. It is not living. It is more of a golem, although partially sentient. Right, and that's why he was hoping that we would talk before you attacked us to understand that we are under his guard. We're not technic we are technically living, but we're hoping that since we're use- he's using us more as a tool, you would view us as ghoul. That is very tool. that is very wise of the great warrior and sage ghoul. Yeah, absolutely. He's told us all about a lot of his classics about him uh, kicking uh, Mosiac as a sheep. Oh, uh, yes, his Linux. greatest his one of his greatest. He talks about it all the time. Fantastic, mm-hmm. and so. He was worried that you weren't able to handle this golem, so he sent us to... Um, that hurts my heart, but if it's the well, wise it's, ghoul decided it, it must be so. You can't You can't hurt... Uh, you, you can only destroy living things. You can't destroy a thing. That's fair. That's fair. That's so, fair. you locked it up. Great job. He's really. He's going to be really happy to hear that you were able to, you know, keep him contained. But from now, uh, we're here to help you out and uh, to, you know, knock this thing out of the park for you. Very well. Should I open the passage for you and you can face against the golem? Would you like to tell me a little bit about a golem? Because 
I assume it is a golem. It is made large, made of rock, and it gives you a picture of the item. Give me a local knowledge. Oh wow, it's a rock. He had a rock. Yeah, it's it not gi- like a Lord of the Rings thing. He gives you an image of what the creature looks like. Give me a local knowledge. It looks large, humanoid, about nine feet tall, very wide, made of stone. Twenty-three. Nice. Nineteen. Both very good. You did kind of hear this. He was. A, uh, he could technically be called, or it could technically be called a villain, called literally Rock, because that's what he said. Rock smash. Gridnack. <laughs> and it is it is a fairly simple being that, when you can give him the orders, finds follows those orders from various villains, just very diligently. Oh. But you have to give him very simple orders because he's literally dumb as a rock. How do you control him? There is ma- it is a magical creature. It requires basically magic to control him properly like and convince him to follow your orders but because you rolled a 23 you, he is a supernatural creature you know his weakness puzzles great puzzles mm-hmm. now I know Rock the uh, Guardian League actually locked him up shit I think about two months before the whole world ended he shouldn't even be out he should have been stuck in the Guardian League's tower alongside with every other thing we kept Hidden away. I don't even know how they got in there. He, uh, we confused him by giving him a puzzle we couldn't figure out. Apparently, he's addicted to them. Like, we'll stop anything if there's a puzzle. Yep. You do know that uh, he's not smart enough to solve a puzzle, but he'll work on it until he gets frustrated and then smash it and move on. Yeah, it's it, that's the thing, though. It has to be something that he keeps on progressing on, because if he actually gets stuck on the puzzle, stuck on the puzzle... He'll break it and then attack you. We actually gave him a puzzle that he kept on technically succeeding at and getting closer to the end. It just, there was no end. So did you happen to bring your Sudoku book? I opened up the uh, box. You want to roll it? Yeah, I want to roll All right. Oh, let's do it. Roll let's 1D6. do it. 1d6. Five. A thick book of Sudoku puzzles. I hate magic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you did bring a Sudoku book? No, this is just what the magic box told me it does. It's a Sudoku book for kids. And it's like a little kid on it. Yep. Like, one, two, three. One, two, three, fun! <laughs> <laughs> do you got a pencil? I do not. I'm not going to roll. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reach in my pocket and pull like a, like a pencil. Yeah, I'm gonna see a pen. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I guess we're going to try to convince him to chill out for a while with Sudoku. Worst adventure in the world. <laughs> that, that wasn't me. No, no, it's fine. That's fine. I'm just, my character's just like, I don't even get this magic. <laughs> Let's go. This worked with a holographic game that the Tinker, uh, uh, that, uh, uh, that Mastermind came up with. So this is a very much low tech version of that. Come on. Right, you go back to that hallway you originated in. You hear the statue go like, good luck, and tell the great warrior, sage, and magician ghoul. I said hello. Why does his title keep inflating? I don't know. He's just, uh, I don't know. He's just loyal to a friend. <laughs> Ouch. So open it up. Yep. As soon as you enter the hallway, you look to your left. That blockage slowly starts to raise up. And in front of you, the hallway stretches on for a little while longer. So your dad lost all his money, huh? Oh You're going to be gone for a long time, like forever. I might as well get to know you a little bit. And this long hallway is 
I don't see an end in sight. Would you like to hear about my family? Not really. Okay. Fine, yeah. My dad made stupid investments. Did you get where you always pour after that, or did you end up back uh, ever going back to Rose Petal High or whatever it was called? Rosemary, thank you very much. Oh, it sounds very prestigious. And no. Do so, you really think I would have to leave the life lead the life that I did if we'd gotten our money back? I don't know. You made money, plenty of money stealing things that you did. I thought after a while you probably just did it for the excitement. Oh, yeah, that was part of it. When is uh, when are you going to have enough? Never. Okay. Well, then I don't think it – you might have started this life of crime because of your dad, but it's not why you continued it. Oh, yay. You figured it out. I've got daddy issues. Yay. Good job. Keep walking. Yes, dear. And you eventually lead to uh, the door. And actually, unlike the other times, this door automatically opens when you get close. Yay. You step in through and you go into a large chamber. Uh, glancing around, on the opposite side of the door, you see another door, but this door seems bigger than the other doors you've ever seen. But in the main chamber, more pedestals, all smashed up. And walking around, or at least previously walking around in a circle, you see this golem-like creature walking around saying, smash all, grab skull, smash all, grab, and it turns in your direction. Smash all. So I have a one and a two right here. Would the next number be three? And remember, the number right next to the right of that is a two and a one. So I'm thinking it's three. Uh, What do you think? I need you to give me a 20 influence roll. (laughs) (laughs) I'm using a, I'm going to use a. That's fair. Plot die, yep. I'm actually going to use my tagline. Woo! Uh, let's turn up the heat here, huh? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so, influence. Oh, you said uh, charisma. Okay. Yep, it'd be charisma. Difficulty 20. Forty. Uh, 39. <laughs> Holy crap. How many times you exploded? I didn't actually explode. I got a 10, a 10, a six. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Okay. A 10 on my d12. Okay. So, no, I got 20 there plus a six for the other dice I rolled. So that's, uh, that's 26. And then I got a six, which is 32. Then I got a three, which is a 35. Then I got a four in influence. So it's 39 points of. You see the golem sprinting toward you much faster than you think a creature this big should be able to go. And for a brief second, for a brief second, you think, shit. Then it pauses, slows down. And it it stops right in front of you. It looks down. One, two, three. Oh my god! It's three. Oh god! And I I turn the book towards him. Do you know what this one? Okay, it says like okay, right next to it. It starts with a three, and then there's a blank, and then there's a five six. I'm just blanking on this one. So three, two, five six. Let me think. I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking to, like flicking my eyes towards Goldshot, mm-hmm. and then I'm just kind of slowly pacing around. So he's turning the Do you rock. Need the is, book or uh, no? I'm, I'm, okay. I'm standing with him for okay. now, giving her time to try to get that door open. I'm guessing that's what you're going for. Yep. yep. All right. Do you go to the door? I do. This one does have some sort of security. I need you to give me another tech use roll. This one is going to be twenty five. Okay. And this was with tech security logic. Yep. 25, you said? Yep. It's a hard one. Um, 
the there's a a small uh, amongst the the uh, broken things there was some sort of magic mirror on the wall <laughs> and I catch a, a my reflection as I'm uh, going to the door and just take a moment flick my hair over my ear I make this look good nice actually before I give that to you I need to roll it yep eighteen see I got a seven. 25. Oof, exactly. Oof. For a brief second, like, there is, ma- magic's not your thing, but like you said, you make this look good oh, as you instantly just start figuring out this ma- magic shit is easy. And slowly the door- That's uh, Sentry complaining about. <laughs> and you, uh, Torchlight, you, and, and Goldshot, you see as the door slowly start to open. Okay, you know, you know, you just stay here, focus on this page. Uh, I feel full comf- confidence that you're right about that four right here, but the seven eight blank is really killing me. Good As luck, man. He, however, uh, Rock does hear the door. I need you to give me another roll. Twenty five this time. And I'm also going to use a plot die again. Mm-hmm. Just give me the plot die, please. I may or may not use it. My will. I got a crit a success. I got two two d tens. Holy shit. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, 10, 10, that's 20, 27, 29, uh, uh, 29, 33, plus a crit success. Is Rock just- literally grabs the book from your hand and pushes you to the side, which hurts a little bit, and just starts looking intensely at the book. Hey, Rock. What? I think you're a smart guy. Good job. He pauses. And as your the door closes behind you, thanks. It took him like a minute. <laughs> wow, I got a, I got you a, get a critical crit. success. Nice. You're good. <laughs> You're kind of impressed, aren't you? I'm more than a pretty face. What can I say? Yeah, whatever. You go into a relative, at least compared to the other ones you've been, a relatively small room, and you see three pedestals, and you see three objects on the pedestals. On one is a spear. Give me a straight logic, please. Twenty-eight. Nice. Uh, not bad. Uh, eighteen. Uh, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old spear. Look from the wear and tear, it looks you know probably a couple of centuries old. Maybe mm-hmm. you, you're not really a history expert. Twenty-eight. Well, the spear you remember studying this a bit. Uh, let's see. It's not a spear. It's a pillum. A Roman design. Very old, and there seems to be blood on the spear. It's the spear of Longinus. The spear that spear the spear that cut into Jesus on the cross. Oh dear! Yeah, no, I know it out of character. I knew exactly what this was. Yeah, because yeah. you read Dresden Files. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, was this in Dresden Files? Oh, the sort of the cross isn't that made. Oh no, it's made from the nails. No, yeah, the, the cloth. You're thinking the, of Legends right. of Tomorrow, where they had the spear of there destiny. There we go. Yep. It's also known as the spear of destiny. I think. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we've got. Uh, so that's great piece of history there. Yep. Uh, to your right, you see on another pedestal some sort of strange mirror. It's a silver finish, but the outside is just gold. But the gold, uh, gold is patterned with images of angels and demons on it. Ooh, I want that. Yep. And in this another center pillar is a skull with black obsidian gems. I want to know more about the mirror, Jesus. Do you want to get close to the mirror? Oh boy, the oh. way the GM said that. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry. But I need to. You do. Yeah. That's like, I, do you like, want it's to? It's not my my disadvantage on my character sheet, but it's the disadvantage I have played. I literally looked in a mirror just so I could use my tagline, Jesus. <laughs> I need to do this. I would appreciate a plot die being given back to me, but <laughs> that's like me saying, like, and there's a fountain of alcohol. It's like, well, I'm going to there. Uh, it's been fun. Nice. 
So I'm going to roll against you against your passive empathy modifier, and let's see what happens. Okay. Does a 25 go over your passive modifier? I think it does. You look into the mirror, and you feel like your very soul... By the way, this is going to be temporary. But you feel like your very soul is being flipped. It is a mirror of reversal. Your morality is switched for the next hour. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's amazing. That is an excellent artifact to put in a mirror in front of Goldshot (laughs) when the whole point is for her to steal something. Mm -hmm. Bravo, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you you for giving me the plot (laughs) die for that. But bravo. And I assume there's like no, like I just, I look in the mirror. Okay. Look away from the mirror. I'm going (laughs) to leave. Hey, 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 everything okay? Yeah, it was just, we shouldn't be here. The skull's right there. Yeah, but that's ghouls. I'm very confused of what's going on. Like, is this like a... Are you doing another mind game with me? Because I'm not really in the mood to play. Because every time we talk, you're angry at me or you're manipulating me. Just tell me what you want me to do. Okay. Okay. I'm really sorry about all those mean things. I said uh, it's a coping mechanism. Um, I don't really trust people. There's been a lot of betrayal in my life, so and sometimes I take it out on the people that are closest to me. So I am sorry. What the hell did that mirror do? I say as I point towards the mirror. That mirror is a beautiful and priceless artifact. You will not besmirch its name. Okay. Who are we getting this skull for? Who hired you? I think his name was Raz of the Eyed yes, a really grammatically weird name. Raz of the Eyed Sign? Raz. Do I know any Razes of the Eyed Sign using my Guardian League knowledge? You would, didn't even know of the cult before. Oh, so, I, I, so there was no way for you to know. Who I, you. Oh, I, one thing I forgot. Holding up the mirror, you because like everything other object, you would instantly know what it is. Okay. Oh, all right. Just so, uh, so I know that it's... Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, because, but you're still a good person. Yep. But yeah. All right, so... So, um, Raz of the Eyed Sign. So, why are you deciding to not do the job? Like, because the stupid mirror, which is beautiful and we love beautiful things, flipped me. It's a flipping reversal mirror. So, you're now. Yeah, yeah, say it, say it, say it, say it, good guy. I'm a good guy. I am so angry right now. So, you're a good person now. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm really glad that you're recognizing that. Mm. Okay. So this is manipulating you. It's changing you. Mm-hmm. And yes, I know. It's really ironic because I'm somebody that tries to manipulate and change other people for my own purposes. I grab her by the shoulders and lead her to the front of the mirror and hold her in front of it and look away. Flip. <laughs> I turn her back. <laughs> I turn her back. Thank you. Wow. Don't fucking touch me. There it is. <laughs> so this thing, I say as I, I take off my jacket and just toss it on top of the mirror, <laughs> changes morality. Yes. Yeah, that stays here. But you knew exactly what it does, right? When you touched it? Yes. I reach out and I touch the, the Spear of Destiny. 
Oh. <laughs> Very nice. It's the Spear of Destiny. I want to know what the fuck it does. Now mm-hmm. you're going to be compelled to kill religious figures. <laughs> Great. Let's find uh, that one uh, Crowley or whatever the guy that blew up her bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke, yeah. Oh, man, that'd be Let's amazing. Here. What's your empathy? Uh, passive? Yep. So, okay, what's my, uh, so insight, uh, what's a D8? Oh, no, there it is. Three right there. Right. So massive. Mm-hmm. So three. Empathy, five, 15, uh, five, uh, 17. 17? Wow. You have the same as me. So, yeah, that definitely hits it. <sighs> sinners. Uh-oh. What have I done? I must kill all sinners. Well. God, I really shouldn't have grabbed it. You should not have. <laughs> I just really wanted to know what it was out of character. And in yeah. character, it was so dumb. Uh, yeah, I take, <laughs> I take the spear. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I attack Goldshot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. So yeah. I'm grabbing the spear, looking it over. I should have let the... I was like, I messed up. <laughs> should have let the mirror take you. And then I turn around and try stabbing <laughs> you through the heart. Yep, just roll it. Uh, prowess is actually mm-hmm. DA, so... Oh, no, that's a horrible roll. Yep. A seven. Uh, uh, does a ten hit? It does not. Well, I I, I I tried to attack and I lose I lose it. Whoa! What the hell? Yep. Hey. It's like horrible roll. No, yeah. it's a terrible. Yeah, roll. because you're not used to melee weapons, so it drops from your hand. Because not because of of any willpower, because you're just terrible with a melee weapon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, and so I get to roll to see if I can fight this uh, compulsion. I'm going to say just because we're close on time. I'm going to say just because the roll was so pathetic, it, it literally drops out of your hand. Well, don't touch that one. <laughs> yep, you're a sinner. You're a sinner. You're a sinner. Yes. We've so what's going to happen when we uh, touch the old skull? I do not know. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to um, – this is what we're going to do. I pull on my gloves. Okay. So I'm not going to touch the skull. Very well. Plus, I established I've got a pack. Yes, you do. So I'm making a, a show, so I, I hold out my gloved hands. For your next trick. Ha ha. And very gingerly – because I'm also like – all right, no, before I lift this, because I, I invoked the specter of Indiana Jones. Yes, you did. I want to search for traps. Give me a perception roll. A la- insight logic? Logic. Let's see. 10, 18, um, 25. There is a pressure plate underneath the skull. I knew it! Yeah, so, okay. I look around. There's no crushed objects here. Um... What's in your quiver? What's up your sleeve? Oh, <laughs> uh, last time I tried reaching for a skull, it was very creepy. But I guess I will once again take my quiver and see if I can pull out something that is roughly of equal weight to a skull with magic, well, with shiny stones in it. So you're going to be rolling a parlor trick, which is, parlor isn't here, I believe, right? Yep. Uh, d- I'll say in this case, you just do. Yep. It's minor enough. That yeah, minor enough that I, I'm not going to make you roll for it. It's because, like I said, part of the trick is not for anything generally useful, but a rock is, is easy enough to grab. And you actually do grab what, at first, you think looks like a, a large diamond about the size of the skull Ooh. until you realize it's made of plastic. I mean, it's very dense sense. plastic, though, so it's heavy enough. That makes sense. All right. And now we need to do the good old Indiana Jones, you know, like shake out my wrists a little bit, still wearing the gloves so yep. that I'm not actually going to touch the skull and got to trade them. Give me a 
Uh, acrobatics roll. I didn't I increase acrobatics over athletics. Uh, Actually, no, larceny, sorry. Larceny would be ooh. better. Larceny is better. Yep. Quickness? Yes, I'll say quickness, because it makes sense. Critical success. You made, you didn't, uh, torchlight, you blinked and it was done. And I take a breath. And then I look around to see if the world's shaking. And I'm not being influenced by the skull. You do touch the skull, but with the gloves, nothing seems to be happening. But you do, you feel sick inside. You sense aspects of death energy coming from it. You don't know how you know it's death energy, but it's definitely death energy. I'm going to put it in my bag. Yeah. I like give the shivers and heebie-jeebies as I drop it in. Okay, yeah, definitely a good thing we didn't touch that. I don't know what it would do, but I don't think it'd do anything good. Okay, do you really think we should be giving it to somebody? As you said, it's Raj of the I'd I'd eye. I'd sign. Don't say that like you know who he is. He doesn't sound like a good guy. And the I'd sign, apparently, from what I remember, uh, last time we heard, they're not good people. I do remember. Yes. You do know they had dealings with Flesh Spider. They dealt with Flesh Spider. I was hired to do a job. God. Okay. I got you out of your morality to kick because I honestly don't think you're a bad person. I'm going to trust you. And that makes me weak. Great. But I just want to hear this. I just want to say this. Do you really think somebody who worked with Flesh Spider, who prospering during this really awful time who's using their magic not to help us do you really think it's a good idea to give them the skull you are literally leaving us with somebody with i don't know a magical nuke all of these things i point towards all the things are very dangerous items you what is it you got yours i'm just saying I don't think we should give it to him. And I could use the mirror on you to can say make you think that's a great idea. How about this? Just, I want to know what it does. I, I want to know what he plans to do with it. And I think I know how to do it, but I need your help. I'm listening. All right. Uh, I'm assuming you guys walk back. And also, because of the crit success with the Sudoku, there's Rock still working on the Sudoku book. Rock? Uh... It was nice meeting you, and I'm just going to walk by him. Five, then seven. You're a good man, Charlie Brown, and I'm just keep on moving. Actually, I'm pausing, and I turn towards him uh, quickly. How'd you uh, get out of the Guardian Tower? Walked. Are other things that were in the vault, are they also awake in there? Doors all open. And I turn back and I'm just walking out. And you, Angela, could tell that my face is a little pale. So Ghoul isn't the only one with a vault that is more penetrable than they assumed. Everything that we couldn't just put in jail, we put in there. And I'm not I'm talking to things that technically didn't have rights. IT terror being one of them. Uh rock being in other things. Artifacts, robots, mannequins. Every nasty little item that has a sentience but technically isn't human got put in there and dismantled. And if something's bringing them up and opening them up, I'm afraid of what that means. 
Lord knows what would happen if Mastermind's the one doing it. He was the tech genius that built the entire damn thing. He would know how to open it up. So yeah, we're just going to keep it. We're going to walk. Right. And we're going to follow her. I go back to the entrance. You're at the entrance. Okay, well, let's uh, I place a hand on your shoulder. And I, I'm holding... Um, I have my pa- my pack that seems to be stuffed mm-hmm. uh, under my arm. And okay. let's go. I right. say the magic word. You disappear in a burst of magical light and appear in a place of red grass, red trees, and a red sky. And in front of you, you see your good friend Raz, his symbol on his, his medallion on his chest. And he looks upon the both of you. Welcome to the dreaming. Nice place you got here, Raz. Well, it's not my place. It's the land of the dream. But it's a good meeting spot. I apologize. I'm a little rude. But uh, do you have the object? And I... Uh, open the the bag showing the skull in there. Very well. We can begin the ritual immediately. And he slaps his hands together. And one by one, you see numerous people in robes suddenly start appearing behind him. Oh, that's creepy. And I look at uh, Torchlight. Hey, Raj? Yes. Uh, and so the people are behind us in there. Yeah, they're behind Raj, but they seem to be look, uh, forming a circle behind him. Oh, behind him. Yes, they're not. They, as far as you can tell, they're not paying attention to what you're doing. Like they're preparing something. So, what's the skull for? I say, and I'm opening up my pack, and I'm grabbing hold of uh, a gold, the golden edge of something, and mm-hmm. I lift it up, and it's that mirror, and I'm holding it right in front of him. Give me a larceny check to see if you're able to do a quick or a stealth check to see if he's able to do it past his notice, because it'd be going against stealth would be going against his perception, right? Uh, insight, insight. Okay. Oh yeah, perception. perception yeah. yeah. So his perception is eighteen. So you have to beat his 18. Oh, with with bells on. Uh, Oh, really? uh, 13, 23, 31, because I used a plot die. Yep. Oh, and that actually exploded. 32. Okay. And 35. All right. Now we're going to see if the mayor is able to go past his empathy, which is sadly higher than the, I was going to say morale again, gold shots. (laughs) So that is, oh boy. So six plus three is nine plus two is 11, plus uh, I gave it 7, so it's 18, which doesn't strike it. Oh, damn because it. Because I said it has 20. Uh, the, by the way, he's, you can see the rolls. He rolled pretty low. Uh, yeah. So it didn't work. No, it didn't work. He looks at it. I mean, does, it was an awesome idea. Does my does my extreme roll of a 35 help? For showing to him, yes, but not for the mirror itself. It's a separate roll. I mean, it was a good idea. Really good idea. Okay. But you just rolls, man. And he looks at it. He's like, Nice. Huh. The mirror of reversal. And he pulls his, pulls his I hand pull it. I pull it away. Oh, so sad. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm what does the skull do? Uh, that's uh, none of your business. It's mine, though. Because yes, it it's my skull. Yes, it is. What's the skull do? What do you care? You'll be gone from this world. Yeah, but I'm leaving people behind, so I want to make sure you're not going to fuck them over. He looks perturbed. It's like, yeah, I'm annoyed too. The skull will allow us to form an army to fight against the forces of undeath assaulting our world. So the skull belongs to some sort of spirit, contains some sort of spirit or something like that? Something like that. Cool. Cool. I mean, think so- of it this way. You'll have another army, perhaps on your side, to fight against, say, beings like the Patrician. It is our way, it's a way of the, us as leading the magical community to fight the good fight. I look towards uh, Goldshot. 
Yeah. Don't do this. I can't stop you. I mean, we're literally in their home ha- home base. I don't know if I have enough power to even uh, make a spark in the dream world. You start hearing chanting behind you. Uh, you look and you see uh, there seems to be like a, a crack forming in midair. And then it opens up and you see a portal looking down in a busy uh, urban street. There's cars passing by. There's people walking, uh, having a normal day. It looks like it's a city, definitely. Uh, probably midday. Looks like some, a lot of buildings, a lot of business, probably something like Wall Street. That place doesn't allow for magic, huh? No magic, sadly, and no supernatural abilities. No super-powered abilities, either. That's why my people won't go. And no zombies. So she just steps through there and everything's fine. Oh, yes. I keep to my word. I take a step towards it, just kind of staring at it. and um, So, Goldshot, you're with me? How far away is it? Uh, probably 15 feet. I uh, grab Goldshot by the shoulder and hug her. You want to leave, right? It's okay if you do. I do. Hey. Just one last time, I want you to hear it. You're a good person. And uh, I want you to be happy in there. And uh, oh, shucks for less for old time's sakes. Let's turn up the heat. And then I'm actually going to use uh, propulsion, and I'm blasting her, who's still holding the skull, into this world where magic can't exist. Huh? Fuck them. I'll get you there, and I. Uh, wow. Kind of okay. screw them over. Give me a athletics check. Uh, or is this a power since I'm literally blasting Actually, it's a power, yeah. so give me a power check. Oh, oh, so close to a crit roll. Okay, but... 19, 17, so 19 uh, plus 7. 26. 26, 26, 32. Okay. Using your energy, you blast uh, fire. Oh yeah, it's a fire. little bit of burn, yeah. but uh, burn. I've done propulsion before. And Raz is usually very calm, and very, it looks like he's always he's a masterful magician. But looking around, and he goes, "No!" As basically, Goldshot is blasted through the portal. You see, as soon as this goes, she gets close. All the you see all the chanting stop, but it's too late. And she goes in and it disappears. But there's also a burst of energy because of the shock, because they didn't bring down the chant uh, slowly enough. Mm-hmm. And there's a burst of energy that topples all the mages. You see Raz fall to the ground and it, the energy hits you and you disappear from the dream world and land next to a very pretty golden bike. I fall to my knees and I just kind of pinch my forehead. Enjoy your life. At least one of us gets to have a decent one. A torchlight runs his hand through his hair, takes a deep breath. And then he walks slowly towards that tarp where Goldshot's bike was hidden, and he pulls it off, and he looks at the last remaining thing of Goldshot's here. There is actually one more thing of Goldshot's here, if you feel in your pocket. There's a set of keys. And I smile, look back towards the, the bike, the music starts playing, <laughs> and you just see the gravel kick up as Torchlight takes off. With the mirror on his back still. If I still have the mirror? You still have the mirror. And so I have that over my shoulder. 
Yeah, and I was uh, uh, what I was gonna say. Uh, final scene is basically uh, you pop up and you realize you're in like a, a side alley. You walk out and there are you're in, by the way you're in a gold shot. Oh know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you see a couple of people passing by and then you see uh, someone that you look shocked as you see someone in a cape and strange like latex, not like uh, spandex, spandex. Look at you. He looks at you weirdly. Surprisingly enough, this guy doesn't look very buff. Most superheroes are buff because that's superheroes. They're always buff. He looks kind of lanky, but he still he still wears the costume okay. He looks up to you. He walks up. He goes into his pocket and takes out his phone. Shit, I don't know what costume you're doing, but can I take a picture, please? Are you part of a panel? And you look at him weird and you look to the side and you see a big banner that says, Welcome to New York Comic Con. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the scene cuts to a baseball stadium. Where a woman with short black hair is sitting wearing a uh, a stallion's uh, jersey, and uh, she's got great box seats. Well, of course, uh, obs- pure obsidian uh, diamonds <laughs> will do that for you. Yep. And she eats. She's uh, eating a hot dog while uh, cursing out the. Uh, the pitcher for being a bastard and not knowing how to read the signs right. Very nice. And that's where we end it. Was that okay? I wanted to give you the option of choosing if you wanted to go, but I saw an, uh, I saw a way to get rid of the skull and get rid of you without fucking me <laughs> over. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. You know I, I loved it. I was. That's really sad. And I've made an enemy of a oh, bunch of magi. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. They're not happy with you at all. No. Well, it's, a, it's their fault for opening up the portal before taking their merchandise. I know. I mean, that was short-sighted of them. Well, like, it, is this their first fucking day? They're mages. They're arrogant by default. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's not like you were that close. Like, if you – I bet if you had just, like, turned and ran for it or if I had thrown you, it wouldn't have worked. But I literally blasted you. Like, they forgot that Team Rocket can blast <laughs> off yep. at the speed of light. Yep. Well, there was uh, – that's the end of – how does it feel, Angela? How do you feel uh, Gold Shots – how do you feel about the end of Gold Shots? This is like the first, well, no, it's not the first character that I've written off because way, 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 way back, I got rid of my original rogue trader character. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, uh, the, the coot. Telka. Uh, yeah. Yes, Telka Prant. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was, I was definitely conflicted. Because uh, Jesus, Jesus uh, of course, uh, prompted me with this and told me the decision was 100% up to me. And I told him, like, I need to role play this out. I don't know um, what is going to happen. And I think if Billy hadn't re-reversed my morality, I think Goldshot would have figured out a way to stay. Mm-hmm. And But I am glad that we at least had that moment where Goldshot could come clean a little bit and be like, this is a, this is a coping mechanism. I, um but I felt that I had built a character that had kind of reached the end of her story mm-hmm. with you guys because she's so angry. She's so angry at everybody. She has no incentive, it feels, to be a team player with all of you at this point. That it really felt like I was I, I was struggling to figure out how to keep her organically with the story. So I'm really glad that we came up, that Jesus came up with a really interesting way to see her off. I'm really glad that this could be a real one-on-one story with Torchlight because I do think that they had a very unique relationship. Uh, so it's a little bittersweet to see her go, but I am interested to see where the greater story of Rotted Capes goes next without this baggage of somebody <laughs> that literally wants to be anywhere but with the main team. Right. Yep. No, I, and, and you know what? She... 
I mean, at the end, when I asked you, it's like, did you give him his key, the keys? It's like, that's kind of a nice little sweet thing to show that she did kind of care for gold, uh, uh to torchlight. Mm-hmm. Of like, you could take her, like, she gave him his car. Yep. Her car. Her bike. Her bike. And of course, she could, she would probably just say, like, well, what am I going to do with it? But I think that deep down, she cared about him. She, she did. She did. Uh, I will say, you know, we brought up disadvantages earlier. My disadvantage is literally misanthrope. Mm-hmm. Goldshot does not like people. Mm-hmm. So it literally takes a mirror of reversal to get Goldshot <laughs> to admit, no, no, I do like you. Right. I'm very proud of that mirror of reversal in there. I'm yeah. so proud of myself. I, I'm very, I'm very <laughs> much enjoyed that. That was a, uh, that was cool. Yeah. I'm, I am still wondering what you're going to do with it though. I have no idea what I'm going to do with it. I was just hoping to, that was going to be my way of trying to get this guy to open up and tell me what he's planning. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, if he had, if the mirror hadn't rolled so poorly, it would have worked. It was oh, an course. awesome idea. It was an awesome idea. I'm like, oh, God dang it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad that, you know, I still, I, I did not want to give him the skull, but I didn't want to take, I did not want to take away Angela's escape. And since the skull is no longer a factor, I'm just going to tell you and the listeners, he was going to try, they were going to try to use the skull because a skull of undeath power. Try to use a skull to control the zombie virus. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it was pretty pretty obvious. Pretty obvious. I, I thought uh, my worry was they were going to try to take over the patrician. Oh, that was probably on the top of their list, right? But my character's like, I am not going to give these people that. So my my when I saw like this thing, no magic can exist. There, he's like, well, if I throw the skull through this thing, mm-hmm. then it does. It's just a skull with some. It's just a skull. Very pretty skull. I mean, has I mean, you probably sold that for a lot of oh, fucking yeah. money. Yep. Um. But then he's like, well, I'm not, I don't want to screw you over. So when they had the portal open, I'm like, I'll just, I'm just going to launch her. I'm going to fucking fly. I'm going to fry her a little bit and throw her through this thing. Yep. And I was glad that worked. But now we have a bunch of magi who are pissed. Yep. And, and I didn't mention this before. Like, like I said, it is very limited magic to send someone through another portal. Like they probably can't send somebody else for like a hundred years. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. And, and what are they going to do? They're going to send like an initiate to find <laughs> gold shot initiative who has literally no powers in like these are magi their entire power base is like mm-hmm. uh, and it's just not worth it yeah i would say just and i mean and who knows what happens if you did send like a skull through it like do they go and grab it like what if they bring it back does it suddenly get its magic back or is it been cleaned? Yeah. like it's just like nope it's a lost cause mm-hmm. i was really sad to see gold shot go yeah same like, here actually I think I was really happy with the st- I'm really happy with the story. Like this was if this was a TV series, it would have been a great send-off uh, to a great character. Definitely. Um but I can't wait to see who else you come up with. Mm-hmm. And uh, I liked her. I really did like Goldshot. Um it was hard to work with her sometimes. Um but oh my god, Human Era doesn't have her bestie anymore. Or Quinn. 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 Oh, yeah, oh, my God. Amazonia is going to double fucking down until somebody brings back Goldshot. Oh, shit. Quinn. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's going to be very. Oh, I love this. Oh, yeah. Boy. So I should note that for the last couple of episodes, Goldshot has absolutely been living in Amazonia. She just wasn't <laughs> going to let any of you assholes know. Right. Because she's not a complete idiot. Yep. But if it lends an an aura of mystique about her to be living off in the wasteland, she's not going to stand in the way of right, that story. Right, of course. I mean, if, if there's one word that you could use to describe Goldshot, misanthrope would be a good one. But dramatic, <laughs> I think, is the better word. Very nice. I liked it. I mean, there wasn't a lot of fighting in this game, but that's totally yeah. fine. I don't care. Well, especially because Rotted Capes is a tough game to run as a, a two-player, yeah. two per, you know, players. Yeah. I mean, we, I guess we could have fought in Rock, but you yeah, could have. But it was it would have been a it would have been a, a tough fight because it is a, he was a four hundred dollar four hundred dollar four hundred point <laughs> character, right? And also, that's why. what do fire and arrows do to a rock? Yeah, he is, he had armor ten. 
maybe had, sorry maybe my entangle arrow, <laughs> arrows could give us a little bit of an edge possibly but like, he had he had armor 10 and he had uh resistance to fire and cold i was going to give him the uh the utility box and say the skulls in there and i keep having him just roll that's another good <laughs> was another good idea because i but now i so i now i have a cursed item box yep. of utility 10 utility 10 so basically you can use it for, i believe four times a day to give and like a utility belt you can use it to like grab a useful yeah. item like but it's like small useful items like a wrench yeah no no this yeah. is not the most uh, yeah so this thing is dangerous to use and i have a ma- mirror that reverses morality morality which is going to be a weird one mm-hmm. imagine if i did it in front of a zombie or like if Do zombies like, have morality? Well, I would say uh, a, a super, super Z. Z. Like that would be a weird one. Night actually, Bane. I was, I, well, actually, no. Here's the thing: Nightbane is so mentally powerful. Oh, I, yeah, I wouldn't want. Yeah, because yeah, he's not it, technically bad yet. He yeah. Would, so, so basically, if you flip him, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, it would yeah. be. Something. Also, I can't imagine the role to overcome his. Oh yeah, it, and it probably wouldn't work because it's Nightbane. Yeah, Nightbane's the only human that's I'm only sorry. person that's ever. He's fucking oh, Nightbane. You're right. yeah, you're right. He's the only person that's ever actually held off the hunger. Yes, as and far as you know. Yes. Yeah, and he's the, he's been doing it for he. he he probably would have failed at this point if he hadn't locked himself up. Yeah. Because I'm sure at part of him, he goes through like frenzies where he just starts trying to get out of the cage. Yep. But he's able to stop himself before he gets out because he's Nightbane. He would eventually get out. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not like my Torchlight knows like there's no way we're keeping Nightbane in there forever, especially with uh, the fucking buffet up that's going up there. Yep. But, there's right. a lot of weird stuff. Yep. All right. So we've got to wrap up. But first of all, I want to note, welcome, Jesus, to Fandible Imperial Radio. <laughs> all of Fandible has now officially been on Imperial Radio. I want you to call me Darth Vondis now. Thank nope. you. No, oh, fuck. Uh, we give out the titles here. <laughs> okay, fair enough. David? Uh, well, I mean, we did the, uh, yes. I don't know if the game has aired yet by the time this airs, so I will not name it. Um, but to, uh, I'd like to, as the, the character that had the send off, I'd like to nominate the question for our listeners. Mm-hmm. I would like our listeners to give a eulogy for Goldshot. Ooh, I like it. And if you guys also want, uh, who should Angela play next? Oh, the first person that says magic loses all respect. <laughs> yeah. So grab any character that we've seen so far or we haven't seen. Hmm. All right. Then this is Jesus, uh, with the Fanable Podcast Network ending and... And we're out. Hey, everybody. This is Billy from Fandible Podcasting Network. Thank you so much for listening. We loved having you here. If you want to follow more of Fandible's crazy hijinks, go to our Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Fandible or at Facebook at Fandible. I know. We're creative like that. If you would like to do more and support us, please feel free to go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, your donations help us go to cons, buy materials, and just keep our radio equipment working. Thank you so much, and remember, the Ink Monster wants to eat you!